Hey guys, it's Kenz. You're listening to the Move of God series. If you didn't know, we actually have a workbook that goes along with this entire series. Go to forthegirl.com and purchase yours. It is full of scripture, discussion questions, prayer outlines, so many things to dive into this even deeper. It's a great personal devotional, or you can grab a couple of friends and do it together. We are so excited to get the most out of this series and grow together. Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready because this is for you. Hello, you guys. We are back for our second um chapter podcast in this series move of god and it is so good we are going to be talking about the holy spirit and how the holy spirit can be our helper um in this season and how he um has gifted us to be a part of the movements of god and so we're going to dive into this maybe discovering your like spiritual gifting as well as just like redefining or maybe giving you fresh perspective of how the holy spirit is at work in our lives and in the world around us and so it is going to be so so good but before we start that before we get into the meaty stuff you know what time it is it is time for mac and ken's helping you make a move mac and ken's help you make a move wow okay so yes if you don't already know if this is your first listen we are you know giving some advice and basically we had people submit their stories it could be about a crush a situationship anything that they need help with of what should be their next move when it comes to this you know relationship and it's so pretty good. this one was very detailed and long and so our amazing amazing girl hope if you don't you know we always talk about sam sam's our our um podcast producer but we have another person in the room now and her name's hope can and you give us hello from afar hope hello hello <laughs> and hope is behind the scenes all things for the girl and so she she gave some good bullet points for, for kind of this message okay yeah. so first up here's here's a story this is from anonymous as well so bullet point number one she started having feeling oh i started having feelings for my guy best friend he's a great guy he loves the lord he's good looking and he, he knows her well and then he randomly <laughs> got hired at the same church as me and they started acting flirty. Apparently other people have noticed. Okay, okay. this is already so interesting. Church boys and flirty. It just it's uh-huh. a red flag for me immediately. I don't know why. Okay, but let's keep moving. Um, then he started asking to hang more, but he also has been flirty with a co-worker oh, no. who also happens to be my friend. See? There's always a red flag with these flirty church boys. Okay, moving on. Um, I'm starting to not like his actions, but he is showing interest, but also is flirting with other girls. Mac and Ken's help me make a move. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, no. There's Why a, don't I like him? There's a lot to, to digest here. Uh, there's a lot to digest here. Okay. I just, I don't know why, but I, I got to say my my sensor alerts go off here a little bit um, because I think we all know 
the flirty church boy. Yeah. You know, and who, it's a thing. It's a thing. Like they're so and I like, don't think they're the good old faithful. No, You've heard us talk about no, good old faithful. No. Here's the thing. Wait, wait, before we get there, I got to say the church boy church, the the flirty church boy. They're so gregarious. They're so outgoing. Everybody loves them. Yeah. And the problem is that everybody loves them and they know that everybody loves them Uh. and they love the attention that they get, but they can hide behind the fact that they work at a church or they're a church. Mm. You know what I mean? It is a classic story Mm. that we all have known well. And And they probably like staying in this place the in-between of just getting to flirt around yeah and get feel the validated and they most likely don't want to be in a committed relationship so i gotta say anonymous girl i th- we think your move should be to not make a move not make and a move this is and why. look for just okay. yeah i don't know if you should like him or enough i don't know enough about him kind of leaning towards maybe not but who knows he could be great the church hired him, so let's assume the best. But I gotta say, uh, so here's the thing. Yeah, you're right. I have so many thoughts. Oh you go, my. you go, okay. you go. So um, I think that you should just play it low key. Definitely don't express any feelings. Don't chase after him. If anything, like he should go out of his way and he should learn not to flirt with other girls and start to, I know this is ba- like a little cheesy, but pursue you. I was going to say a good church guy should, yeah. should know there yeah. comes a point where like, okay, I got to make it clear and I got to pursue one girl. Yes. And so, so he might, he might grow up and he, let's assume the best. This might happen in a few months. Who knows? Maybe a few weeks, but. Um, I think that until he reaches out to you and intentionally pursues you and you see this whole situation look different, then don't make any moves. Don't make a move yet. Like my mom said, play hard to get. Play hard to get. And instead, keep your eye out for a good old faithful. Okay, that's back back to to the good old faithful. So a good old faithful is the guy that is unnoticed, you know, a little under the radar. Under the radar. And it's not for He's usually the friend with the... He's usually the the friend friend of this this guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who's a little more under the radar. Maybe like maybe just because he's more chill, but he has just the solid gold character. Trustworthy, good family, making good choices, loves Jesus steadfastly. Doesn't have to be the center of attention. And it's kind of great that he goes unnoticed because here's the thing. He probably in a few years, like most guys that are noticed are really just the like hotty toddy ones. But those guys <laughs> could grow ugly. These guys could grow hot, you know, oh, so yeah, the looks at this Amen. point don't even matter. They'll Amen. raise up to the noticed and yeah, God will. God would you say them. that you married a good old faithful? <laughs> I would 100 percent say I married a good old faithful and I'm really proud of it. Good job. Sometimes he tries to talk about how he like had like crushes and I was like, I don't think so. You <laughs> were under the radar. You're like, no, no, no. You're a good old faithful. <laughs> yeah. Don't try to change the story. You are not cool. <laughs> yeah. But I like, wow. that, about I yes. like that about him. Yes. So, all right. All that to say, we like good old faithfuls. I would just don't yeah. make a move. I he think, should pursue yes. you. Sit we back. maybe don't even like Yes, I I gotta say, I think your move is you just sit back, you keep being you, you keep doing your thing, and if for some reason this guy gets his act together and like has an intentional conversation with you, then I'm for it. I'm for us testing the waters. But right now, I think we just we we sit back. We sit back. That's our move. I love it. All right, you guys. Well, we are so excited to dive into um, this week's subject about the Holy Spirit. Clay is bringing a word, and we will talk to you soon. Okay, we are back with Clay. 
Clay is our resident Bible expert. Last week, he brought the word on hope. And this week, we are talking all about the Holy Spirit and how when the people of God... Um, really stepped into what the Holy Spirit was doing in their life. We saw moves of God happen. I'm That's so right. excited. This is going to be such an awesome conversation. So Clay, we're ready. Let's talk about the Holy Spirit. All right. Thanks again for having me. This is so fun. And uh, what an honor, right? Just to get together and, and talk about what God's doing and yeah. uh, how that sees or how we can see that in the word. I just love it. So yes. again, um, I love this. Thank you so much. Uh, mm for the honor. I am grateful for it. So mm. love talking about the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's uh, that just the whole concept of the Holy Spirit has been something that's uh, a rich heritage of mine, one that I'm deeply, deeply appreciative of, of mentors in my life yeah. that um, taught me and were willing to, to even talk about the subject of the Holy Spirit. I mean, oftentimes you just, that's a little, it feels a little spooky, right? To talk <laughs> about the Holy Spirit sometimes. Mm -hmm, yeah. But um, if we remind ourselves that the Holy Spirit's God, then it, it's, it's okay, right? That yeah. I think it's okay to talk about God. And mm -hmm. um, so we're going to do that today and talk about the Holy Spirit. It's, there's so many references to the Holy Spirit and so many great stories, but I'm going to kind of go to the I'd say to the cornerstone one, and that's where we are introduced to the Holy Spirit in Acts, and uh, when the disciples as well are introduced uh, to that outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and then how that obviously okay. preceded a move of God. So there's a, a, a little strange part in the very beginning of Acts 1 that I want to bring to light, and, and here's the reason. Mm -hmm. And and there, in, in, in a Again, not not casting stones or anything like that, but in certain denominations and at certain times in church history, um, there's been a downplaying of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And 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 I understand why, right? Because there's been some abuses of of yeah. the Holy Spirit and of gifts and and people claiming things and so on and so forth. So I get all of that. Um, I just don't think we're supposed to throw the baby out with the bathwater there. And mm. so. The, the 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 place that I've been taught and the and the thing that that I feel like the Lord's always brought me back to is this question: How important was the Holy Spirit to Jesus? Yeah, that's good. And mm. and based on that question and that or sorry that answer, then that's how important the Holy Spirit should be to me. Yeah. And if you if you watch the path of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. He's baptized and the Holy Spirit comes upon him. That's how he initiates his ministry. Mm. He's he's just talking about the Spirit. He's known as the one who is going to baptize other people in the Holy Spirit. That's how yeah. John's making him different than anybody else. It's the difference maker for Jesus, according to John. Mm. And so it's you're seeing this all lead up. And then as Jesus kind of gets close to knowing that he's about to hit um, up on the elevator, right, and go back to heaven— He's, he really begins to speak to his disciples about the Holy Spirit, and he does it all at the end of the Gospels, and then Luke's going to pick that up and talk about this in, in Acts 1. So listen to what Luke says here. He's talking about Jesus. He says, Jesus began to do and teach, and this is verse 2 in, in chapter 1, until the day he was taken up to heaven. That's my reference to the, the elevator. And it mm -hmm. says, after he had by the Holy Spirit given orders to the apostles whom he had chosen. Verse 3, to these, meaning to the 11 actually disciples because we, we lost one there he also he also presented himself alive after his suffering so jesus mm. came to the 11 
as a resurrected person. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then it says, by many convincing proofs, he appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke to them concerning the things of the kingdom of God. So just imagine you're a disciple and you see your rabbi get killed and you thought all these great things about him. And then you're like, yikes. And but then he comes back and he said because he said he was or he said he was going to. And then he actually did it. And then for 40 days, you're with a resurrected Jesus mm-hmm. and 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 not just with them, but it says he's he spent 40 days convincing them mm-hmm. of, of who he was. So think about how you'd feel with your confidence and with your excitement if you just spent 40 days with a resurrected Jesus in person and he's convincing you that yeah. he's alive and that he is who he is. You probably feel like you could go conquer the world, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then look at after Jesus convinces them, he spends 40 days doing that. I mean, I think I would need four minutes. It'd be like, uh, you were dead. Now you're alive. I'm good. Let's right? go. And yeah. that's right. Let's go. And But he's like 40 days. And you're yeah. like, all right. And you just day after day. Then it says, mm-hmm. he, verse four, he gathers them together. He commands them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the father had promised, which he said, you heard mm-hmm. from me. I'm John baptized with water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So after yeah. 40 days of being proven mm. to that Jesus is who Jesus was and that what Jesus said was actually true, Jesus said, you're not ready. Yeah, You're not ready. You're going to have to wait for something else. Mm. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, you have to, you're, you're not ready. This is not enough. Yeah. Right. We always we and so many of us want a sign or a you know, a word from God in the skies, or, you know, we're going to flip our Bible open and maybe get the verse that we need. We want some kind of ex- real quick experience that will just give us this little blast and think they have 40 days of blasts. Yeah. But he said, he said, you got to wait. And so what did they do? They came together and they waited mm-hmm. and they waited and they prayed yeah. and they waited and they ra- waited because Jesus had told them when this happens, you're actually going to receive the power and that's what they knew. That's what he had convinced them that they needed. And But they didn't have it yet. And they had to have the Holy Spirit in order to do that. So that's that's just fascinating to me that after 40 days, they weren't ready. And the thing that Jesus said, the reason Jesus said they weren't ready is because they did not have the Holy Spirit. So they, they had to wait on the Holy Spirit. And then in Acts 2, that's when we see that the Holy Spirit comes upon them. And that's when the move of God happens. But the first move of God is upon them, right? Because they yeah. received the power. So yeah. first first move of God is Holy Spirit comes upon you. But God is so generous that he's not just going to give you a gift. He's going to give you a gift that then becomes a gift for other people. Wow. And yeah. and then the reason that the power comes upon them is not so that they're powerful. It's, it's so that they can then go be witnesses mm. to other people. And Peter who we had just seen really blow it with Jesus right right when he was dying. Yeah. yeah. His first sermon after receiving the power of the Holy Spirit, 3000 people come to know Jesus. Mm, yeah. It what was the difference between Peter before and Peter after? It wasn't 40 days with Jesus. Yeah. It was the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And it is it moves of God in us are meant to produce moves of God in other people. Mm, and that's, that's what we see in Acts 1 and Acts 2. Wow. I love that. I love that picture you painted of as you're just walking through 
that whole story of really how like redemptive the Holy Spirit is. And like, I feel like that's so true in my life. Like the moments where I've just run dry or made a mistake or just like, don't feel like enough. Like this moment with yep. the disciples too, and they're spending time with Jesus. It's just like not enough. Then the whole Holy Spirit comes, or we invite the Holy Spirit. We're hu- then we stir a hunger for the Holy Spirit, and just redeems us in this like beautiful way, and gives us this like refreshing, fully powerful, mm-hmm. powerful tool to go out and make disciples of the nation. Like we can't do it without the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. so good. Clay, I have a question. So you talk about this moment where the disciples, uh, Jesus says to them, you're going to need to wait. Like you're going to need to wait yeah. on the spirit to move. And yeah. when the spirit moves, you'll know and you'll step into it and these moves of God will happen. So how mm-hmm. do you think in our life as, you know, the people of God, we, we, we know that we have the Holy Spirit, but how do we in the same way, how, like, how do we wait on the spirit to move and how do we know when the spirit is moving? I think some people are so confused by that. They're like, okay, I want to listen to the spirit in my life, but I don't always know what that looks like. So Mm -hmm. what are some like indicators or maybe markers or just give us some direction on that? Mm. Yeah, for sure. That's a great question. So there is that element right now as believers that we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit we the holy spirit is jesus in in our lives right yeah, and so yeah. that's that's there you don't have to you don't have to try to conjure up yeah. um the holy spirit right because the holy spirit's living inside you and that's what that's how jesus wanted it the whole time that's what he said was ideal yeah but there there are going to be times i think there are going to be seasons where you you know that something that you need something that you don't have and what what i mean by that is Yes, you have the Holy Spirit, but in in this area of your life or in this season of your life or in this circumstance, you you come very much aware of your limitations. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great sign when you become aware of your limitations, because that's where you're decreasing. Right. John says, hey, I must decrease so that he may increase. And so it just provides the atmosphere Mm. then for the Holy Spirit to have his way through your life. And so that, that waiting part, right. For the disciples there was them just having to humble themselves. Hey, they're not Mm -hmm. ready. They're having to swallow that pill. They're having to say, we spent three years with Jesus and Jesus saying, we're not ready. We're having to just wait. And there's only 120 of us. And there used to be thousands that followed Jesus. And now we're this little band of brothers and sisters who are, who are just going to hang out and hopefully something happens. Right. So it's, it's a humbling thing. Right. Anytime humility happens, then that provides the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to be the Holy Mm, Spirit. And so I think the first evidence is when you come to the end of your rope. Yeah. Right. What maybe maybe it's a a, it's a struggle in your life. You're just like, I just can't do this on my own. That's exactly right. Now you're ready. Um, Maybe it's a a, you have a challenge. You know, I've, I've never led this kind of group or I've never you know, tried this kind of interview of her job. That's fantastic. Now you're at the end of your rope. And so that's when the Holy Spirit comes. So that's that first evidence I'd say is when you come to the end and you realize you can't do it on your own. And that provides the platform for the Holy Spirit to come out. Mm. Um, So that would, that would 
I don't know if that answers your, yes. your question fully, but hopefully that helps. Yes, definitely. That's actually so clear and practical too. Yeah. Um, and I love what you mentioned about humbling yourself too. That's so mm-hmm. real. I don't think like it, it just leaves no, your pride, your selfishness all stuck up yeah. in your spirit leaves like no space for the Holy Spirit to come in. And so, wow, thank you. That is so helpful. Um, gosh, the Holy Spirit is so powerful and such an important aspect of a movement of God. I can't wait to see. I mean, I know you're in this with me, like when all of these ladies listening to the podcast invite the Holy Spirit in their life, we're about to see God move in big ways, right? Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Clay. You're the best and we will see you next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. We are so excited to jump into our conversation about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is such a vital Mm -hmm. part of stepping into movements of God. And so our scripture this week, we were in John 14, and it's this moment where uh, the disciples are in the upper room with Jesus. You know, Jesus is about to to go to the cross to be crucified, and he's Mm kind of having these final conversations, and, and he tells the disciples, He says, hey, I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you an advocate. Says he will, um, I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Mm. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and I will be in you. And you have to realize how monumental this moment is. Um, All throughout the Old Testament, uh, you know, the presence of God was in a place. The presence Mm -hmm. of God was in the tabernacle when, you know, the Israelites were in the wilderness and then the presence of God was in the temple there in Jerusalem. And in order to experience God, you often had to travel to Jerusalem to go to the temple. And this is this crazy moment where Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus is saying, hey, it's all about to change. Uh, Rather now I'm going to take my presence and my spirit and I'm going to put it inside each and every Mm. single one of you and you get to live out your every single day with my presence in you and Mm. that truly does change everything like that is such a game changer especially when we talk about stepping in to moves of god that we get to step into a move of god with the power and the presence of god in us. Yes, that's so good. And so I love that we started with the word because oftentimes I feel like when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we get a little off track from that. We're just like related. We like tie it to like those freaky, freaky people in church or like a crazy (laughs) story you've heard from a friend or the like spiritual gifts that really scare you or things like that. I think oftentimes it's it gets a, like a, a little bit of a bad rap. And then there's also some of you that um, maybe like just have barely heard about the active Holy Spirit altogether and definitely never made like the connection to your day-to-day life. And so that's the reason why we just want to address it. Like I love what scripture says. It says the Holy Spirit is our advocate. Like he's mm, advocating yeah. for us. He's our, our helper and going to help us through life. Like the Holy Spirit isn't in the clouds. He's living inside of us. And you said it perfectly of like, if we want to be a part of a movement of God, well, we got to activate the Holy Spirit in our lives. We got to invite the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. we can't like just block it off or write it off or just being too weird or too freaky or not for me. Um, like 
scripture clearly says that you now have like access to the spirit inside yeah, of you. And this is so, so important. And a huge reason why we wanted to add it to, to this book and this series is because we were like, okay, a movement of God can't happen without the Holy Spirit. Like if yeah, you are shutting so off good. the spirit in your life, if you're like ignoring the spirit in your life, if you're just like, okay, this is too weird for me and just haven't addressed it. Well, you're never going to get to like be a part of a movement mm. of God because the Holy Spirit yeah. that like leads us um, to act. It's the Holy Spirit that tells us our next step. It's the Holy Spirit that comforts us. It's the Holy Spirit that gives us hope when we feel hopeless. It's the Holy Spirit that mm. um, keeps us on track. And so we just want to invite the Holy Spirit in your life and hopefully like give you like some tangible ways to 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 start to invite the Holy Spirit to be yeah. and be more attuned because sometimes it's hard to be attuned. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you know, it's so interesting uh, that you talk about that because mm. Pentecost, which was this moment where the Holy Spirit fell on the early church for the first time. Uh, the story of Pentecost, it talks about how it fell on every single person in the room. And it's funny yeah, that in the, in the, in the body of our church today, it feels like the Holy Spirit is for certain people. Sometimes it's mm. like only for those certain people, the Holy Spirit only shows up through like these wild, crazy things. Uh -huh. And the truth is that the Holy Spirit is for everyone. Yeah. We all like have access to the Holy Spirit in our hearts and yeah. in our lives. And I think sometimes we just, we associate the Holy Spirit with those crazy things. And yes, when you have the power of God in you, the presence of God in you, some crazy crazy stuff is probably going to happen. Like yeah. we can expect that. That's right. Um, Big the miraculous, the wild, the stuff that cannot be explained. Mm. Of course, that's going to happen with the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is also your helper and your advocate mm. in your day to day, every single day. And I think we have to realize when it comes to being a part of a move of God, that the spirit is working and moving every single day. And so sometimes you're going to find the Holy Spirit in a conversation with a friend. It's going to be so simple. Just like something pops up in your head and you're like, oh my gosh, that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to be, you know, maybe a miraculous way that he protected you or a family member. Maybe it's going to be, a, you know, just one of those like crazy revelations or brain blasts that you have walking to class. Um, yes. Or maybe it's just going to be a moment of, you know, surprising confidence where like yes. there's something you had such an insecurity in before and suddenly like you have that's the confidence true. to do something bold or step into mm. something crazy but big or small like we have to see that the holy spirit is already actively working in you and around you mm. and i think when you begin to acknowledge the presence of the spirit yes. in your life um you start to understand what it sounds like. That's good. What it looks like, what it feels like. And so then when God calls you to move, um, when the Holy Spirit calls you to move, you're going to be like, ready. oh, I know what that sounds like. Yes. That's not just, you know, a random thought from the back of my mind. Like yes. that is the Holy Spirit guiding me and leading me. And yes. I love how cool that is that like, we get to kind of, you know, stretch the muscle of getting to see and hear and understand, you know, what the Holy Spirit's voice sounds like That's in our life. That's right. That's so good and so important on the little everyday things. And then the second part of the Holy Spirit, which I love, is that this Holy Spirit equips us and gives us 
gifts. Yes. Um, that is so cool. And they're so vital to wow. see yeah. God move. Like that's what's going to equip us. And um, for some of us, that might look like prophecy. It might look like shepherding. It might look like teaching, evangelizing, apostleship, like so many different things. And that is so cool because God has like specifically called us to like activate these gifts and be a mm. part of a movement of God. And we need you. We need all these. We need the teachers. We need the apostles. Um, we need the evangelists. And so this is so important. So here we go. When you invite the Holy Spirit, you're going to be, an, when you invite him into your life, when you recognize that he is moving inside of you, you're going to be a more attuned and aware of how yeah. he's moving. You're going to know your next step, the little details. He's going to comfort you. He's going to help you. He's going to advocate for you. And then second, you're going to get to step into these yeah. gifts yeah. and start activating these things so that you can actually be a part of what he's doing. Yeah, it's so good that the Holy Spirit equips us. Like, That's right. Equips Equip. us with these gifts. And you know what I found when it comes to spiritual gifts, Holy mm. Spirit gifts is those Holy Spirit gifts are often those really oh. scary gifts. You know what I it's mean? True. They're those things that like I often think that the the gifts of the Spirit, like if you had three doors in front of you, um, you know, the like, light shining door that's like you're like ooh that door looks warm and inviting I want to step into that door maybe the thing that you're like naturally you're good at you're just so good at you're yeah. like oh yeah that'd be I easy got that, got that, that open that door then there's the middle door that's like I'd probably be pretty good at that yeah, yeah that'd be, that'd that be pretty good me that much like yeah. I should try that and then there's a third door it has like cobwebs on it it's dark creepy scary terrifying looking it's like the thing that you're like you're there's like, no way I'd be ever be able unknown, to do that crazy never tried it don't I don't want to try it. Yep. I think the gifts of the spirit often <laughs> lie behind that door. Yeah, like it takes that true. action step of like stepping into humility. the scary, stepping into the unknown, doing mm. the crazy, hard, scared thing yes. you never thought you could do. I think that's often where, where the Holy Spirit comes in and equips us. Yes. The Holy Spirit equips us with those things that we cannot do in our own power. We it's have good. to do it through the power of the spirit in us. Are you looking for Christ-centered community on your college campus? Delight Ministries is a college women's ministry that invites women into Christ-centered community that fosters vulnerability and transforms stories. Did you know that you can start a Delight chapter and create a space for hundreds of women to grow closer in their relationship with the Lord on your college campus? The Start a Delight campaign starts this week and is running all throughout the month of October. The heart of this campaign is to empower and encourage you to step into leadership in new ways. We are looking for leaders like you that are passionate about Jesus and creating intentional community on your college campus. Delight was designed to thrive in any college environment and the process of getting started is so simple and so fun. All you have to do is visit our website, www.delightministries.com where you will find an interest form to tell us all about you. Then you get to have an awesome phone conversation with our chapter development manager who will answer all of your questions and provide you with resources to get your chapter started. We will help you build an incredible team, promote your new chapter, and help you launch. Woo. We cannot wait to get to know you and cheer you on Let's every go. step of the way. So again, that's www.delightministries.com. Let's start a delight chapter and change college campuses for Jesus all across the country together.
um, as you're kind of processing this week, as you're noticing how the Holy Spirit is working in and through you, I want you to even just pay attention to when you're afraid or when you're nervous or when you're like, ooh, I don't want to do that. That seems too much. That seems too scary. I want you to see that as perhaps an invitation from the Holy Spirit to step into something he might be leading you in. Um, The Holy Spirit moving your life might not always feel like butterflies and warmth. (laughs) Sometimes it might feel like my throat is in my chest. I'm terrified of this, but I'm going to step into this because I know that beyond that door lies these incredible moves of God. So just remember that um, as you're kind of starting to learn what the Holy Spirit sounds like and looks like in your life. I love that for me in my life. And I look back to like activating my spiritual gifts. It's taken a lot of humility. I said oh that just goodness, briefly yeah. earlier. Like a lot of just like being like, okay, this isn't about me. This is about you, God. Yeah. This is about yeah. the ways you're moving. And I just want to be a part of it. And it's taken me like having to really humble myself, sometimes embarrass myself, sometimes yeah. be like, yeah. like outed a little. Well, <laughs> it's so funny. I think about all of these things that you and I now get to do on a daily basis like podcasting writing books you know teaching and preaching all these things if you could have seen us you know seven eight years ago uh, when we were doing them for the first time number one we weren't very good (laughs) at any of it and number two is terrifying and it was scary and it was so hard but it's so funny because I felt like those are these are the things that I've had to lean on the Holy Mm. Spirit the most Mm -hmm. and really just come in open-handed mm-hmm. and be like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have any clue. Good. And that is where I think the Holy Spirit begins to like help you and yeah. cultivate you and shape these gifts into, you know, what they eventually become. And yeah. so I, I think That's we've both good. seen it so tangibly That's in our so lives. That's so true. As you were talking about that too, I was like, I was thinking of moments like early on in ministry or just early on in college or growing up when things were really hard. And I was like, oh, I feel like you're calling me to do this, God, but this feels like really hard. And that's actually when I decided to invite the Holy Spirit in my mm-hmm. life because I was yeah. like, I can't do this on my own. I need a helper. And so if you're just, if you like relate to that, if you're sitting there, you're like, okay, just like life feels really hard right now. Or yeah. I feel like I'm just shutting off any help. I'm shutting, I just have a little too much pride. Selfish, selfishness is taking the front seat. Maybe it's time for you to just humble yourself a little bit. Ask for help, which is asking for the Holy Spirit. And that's inviting the Holy Spirit yeah. into your life. And it was then when I started to just like on an everyday yeah. base, basis, like hear from the Holy Spirit and was led and gosh, it's so much easier that way, right? Yeah. To have the helper, yeah. to have somebody that's just like, oh, oh, I feel like this is what I should say. Or, oh, I feel like this is my next move. Or, oh, wow, God, this is how you're moving. And you just get to like gently follow the lead and things become a lot more clear. So yeah. I'm really excited that's about so that. Good. Um, that's so good. You know, before you yeah. say that too, I was just thinking too, like how whenever I get to do something with you, like when we do something in ministry together, I immediately feel better. Like I'm like, I know if I totally crumble, screwed up, I'm like, I know you got my back. Yeah. Like it's going to be like, fine. We're tra- or just hold on to the whole yeah spirit. yeah no well i'm saying <laughs> oh, okay. too and then like often when i have to do things by myself it's so terrifying and oh, yeah. so awful and i'm like oh my gosh if i fail i fail and like it's all on me yeah and that's just i think doing things with you is just a, 
a small glimmer, a small taste of what it is like to do things with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And That's I think, true. you know what I mean? It's like a t- when you get to do something with a friend, you're like, oh, this is amazing. And the Holy Spirit is a friend like Ken's times 10. You yes. know what I mean? Times 10 million, infinity. Mm. Um, that sort of helper that can come in and take over your words, take over your steps, all of these things. And yeah. so I think that's super cool. Not and freaky, no. not weird, it's not comforting. just for some people, not for just some churches or denominations. It's yeah. for all of us, you guys. So I'm really excited about this one fun part of the book too. If you get the book, we actually include um, this link to discovering your kingdom strengths test, which is actually really helpful if you're like, okay, I don't really know what that scary door is for me, what we were talking about earlier. Um, this test is really, really helpful. It's at fivefoldministries.com. Yes. So check that A-pest out. A-PEST test. It's called the A-PEST We love test, that. We love guys. that. Okay, guys. We this wanna, is so good. We want to just give you um, some tangible ways ways this week to step into inviting the Holy Spirit into your life so that you can be a part of what God is doing all around you. So this is a little we outline go. we're going to give you for Again, every single day Write this it down. Week. Get your notebook. Get this your note is important. Okay. So step one, we want you to wake up every morning and acknowledge the Holy Spirit in your life. So just yes. take time in the morning to connect. Say, Holy Spirit, you are real. You are in me, the mm. power, the presence of God is in me through you. Holy Spirit, help me to just like be in tune to what you're saying, what you're doing. Just spend time in the morning acknowledging yes. the spirit in your life. And if this is your first time that you're doing something like this, like all it takes is just like sitting in silence, maybe turning on a little worship. Um, if you feel like you're really not hearing anything or you're getting distracted, maybe go for a walk or maybe move around in your room, like some way, just wait. And what leads into the second thing is listening. Like yeah. take some time when, after you acknowledge the Holy Spirit to just listen, you know, it's not a bunch of talking and journaling and filling your journal pages. This might feel different for some of you. Advent journalers out there. Avid journalers. You're like, yes. I just want to write my feelings and write all my thoughts and yeah. dig into the scripture <laughs> and take my notes and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Listen to this podcast, listen to this worship song. Actually, inviting the Holy Spirit takes listening. And mm. um, we are challenging you to actually like wait and listen so much so that you might get a word from the Holy Spirit. That's good. Maybe that looks like a name of somebody and you're like, ooh, what's that name about? Oh, maybe I need to encourage them. Maybe yeah. they're going through something. Maybe I need to text them. So getting a word from God. Maybe it's something that like he tells you to take action in a challenge for that day or maybe something like a moment of guidance maybe it's even just a moment of encouragement an area of like he wants to encourage you in and lift your confidence in so after acknowledging take a moment to listen yes so acknowledge listen the third step is to be led by the holy spirit so after you've acknowledged him you've listened to him do the things that he leads you to do. So start to just like be sensitive to maybe mm. a specific person the spirit is calling you to go speak to. Um, be bold. Like if you, I don't know, you know those little like intuitions you get sometimes that you're like, yeah. oh, I think that girl like is having a rough day. I need to go talk to her. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit in your life. And like, listen, pay attention yeah. and don't just like hear it and be like, oh, that's scary. I don't mm. want to do that. Like let the Holy Spirit empower you to go and to reach out, take that step of boldness 
Don't let your own selfishness or your own desires or your own pride kind of get in the way. Um, Just really step out and do those things. Because I think when you do those things, sometimes you might get there and you might be like, oh, actually, I don't think that was a spirit. And that means that now you're going to have a better indicator of when the spirit actually is speaking to you. That's true. And then if it is the spirit, if you're like, wow, that was such a God moment, I could have never ordained that for myself. Then you go, oh my gosh, I know that's what the spirit sounds like. And so acknowledge, listen, lead. And then guys, this is so important. This is the final step. But at the end Mm. of every day, go back and acknowledge again. But this time, acknowledge the ways that you saw the Holy Spirit in your life, that you heard his voice, um, the ways that you saw him move. Um, We don't just like see move of God's happen and just go, oh, okay. No, we, when we, something, when God does something in our life, we, we celebrate, we celebrate. worship, we praise. We and don't so, take the credit. Yes. And so at the end of every day, just acknowledging how the spirit moved, thanking him, you know, doing all of those mm. things. And so, yeah. So good. That's what we want you to do this week. Every single day when you wake up, acknowledge the spirit. First thing, listen really specifically, ask the spirit good questions, be led, do the things that, you know, the spirit is leading you to do. And then finally, at the end of the day, acknowledge and praise praise um, God for just how he moved through the spirit in you. That is so good. You guys, the Holy Spirit is a huge part, a vital part. Actually, we can't even be a part of a movement of God without every single one of us inviting the Holy Spirit, acknowledging the Holy Spirit in our life. Like he is our helper. He's our advocate. He equips us. He gives us gifts. This is so, so important. He's not just freaky. It's not reserved for certain people. You guys, let's step into the Holy Spirit together. This is huge. Challenge yourself into it. Get past your scary thoughts, intimidating thoughts, all the things. And we are so excited for our next week. We are talking all about being wholehearted. Oh my goodness. We're going to figure out, you know, is there anything standing in the way from you giving your whole heart to God? We believe that wholeheartedness is such a, it's just like such a thing that can help us to step Mm -hmm. into the moves of God. And let me tell you, it is tough. It's not easy, but wow, <laughs> it is amazing. And so we're so excited. We will see you next week. Keep, you know, reading through your Move of God books. Keep talking about it with your small groups and community and just keep acknowledging how God is moving all around you guys. This is so much fun Let's seeing how God go. is moving. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>